The Water Coolest daily financial newsletter is now powered by Barstool Sports. It's the only newsletter that I read every morning to stay informed on what the hell is going on in the markets. You can check it out at barstool.link slash watercoolest. That's barstool.link slash watercoolest. W-A-T-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-S-T. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the pod slash vlog. Today is another one of those little hybrids, but I want to let you know before we jump into the episode that today's episode is sponsored by Dat Chat. You guys have heard me talk about it. You could download it on the app or go to the website. I don't know why you wouldn't get the app considering I assume everyone has an iPhone or an Android and you can get it on both. Who uses like the websites anymore? But whatever, if you are one of those people, you can use a website. The best thing about DatChat, in my opinion, is that you can't take screenshots. So it's a complete safe space to talk about whatever. If you want to write in and ask me what size to wear in my merch, if you're looking for the link to my live show, if you want to talk to other T-tribers about your mental health, whatever it may be, the app is perfect for you. So download the app. Let's chat. You have access to me and all the other T-tribers. And I can't wait to talk to you there. Let's hop into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tea with Publicity. Sorry if I sound a little congested. I am. I've been battling a cold for like two weeks. Um, Today's episode is going to be a different one. Again, it's going to kind of be like the one that we did two weeks ago where it's vlog style. I take you home to New Jersey with me for Thanksgiving, do some random footage with my family, with like in my hometown, the whole nine. I didn't record as much as I wanted to home because the truth is I really just took the time to relax. And because I have been battling this cold, I just don't feel super great. Although I went to the doctor this morning and she said it's very normal. She said colds are like really, really, really lingering this year. I guess because we've just been like in masks for so many months and years at this point. Um, oh, also, I do ask Alyssa with my dad. And my dad is like kind of savage. He's one of those old school Italians that like supports me going to therapy, but isn't about it himself. And also was very much like, why do people make everything a big deal? Like things aren't that deep. So it was really funny to get his opinion. I hope you guys like his advice. It's a little savage, but we love him for it. Um, Then I take you through my feelings while I was home. And I will do the Spill the Tea episode at the end of the episode. So make sure you stick around because I binged Selling Sunset. If you did your homework, then you did too. I also watched the worst Christmas movie I've ever seen in my entire life. And I also watched the Jonas Brothers roast on Netflix, which I actually thought was really interesting and cool. So there we go. I do want to talk about Sunday Scandies. Okay, so you could kiss Sunday Scaries goodbye because there is a new phrase in town. It is called Sunday Scandies, short for Sunday scandalous stories. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, you might not know, but every single Sunday I do this thing called Scandalous Story Sunday, where people send me their deepest, darkest secrets. I'm talking people that are hooking up with their friends' dads, having threesomes, people that are swingers, people that are cheating on their husbands, people that are getting with their bosses. The list goes on. Nothing is held back and it is the best day of the week. So what I'm thinking is that we make it not only a day on my stories where we celebrate people's craziness, but 
we got a little scandalous on Sundays. Let's take the power back. We're so used to Sundays being like, I'm going to sit down in sweatpants and I'm just going to hang out. It's like, no, let's take Sundays back. Let's make them a little scandalous. I want you to get your freak on. Text that boy you've been meaning to text. Sunday Scandies. It's the new vibe. Scaries no more. Scandies are in. Scaries are out. So we will be making Sunday Scandies merch. And I hope that you participate. And I hope that you follow me on Instagram because it honestly makes me feel like a boring ass bee to see these other people out here living this wild life while I'm sitting in bed. So you, get, you know what? I'm going to get scandalous too. And I have been submitting my own stories mixed in with the rest of them. I'm not going to tell you which story is mine, but it's in there. A few of you guessed it this week. I guess it was too obvious. I need to be a little bit more discreet, but I'm going to be mixing my own stories in there because we all have a scandalous past. Let's face it, but let's not make it just our past. Let's make it our future. And I'm not condoning cheating by any means, but I'm saying let's get a little scandalous as in let's get our mojo flowing. Let's wear something hot. Let's just like put ourselves out there. Okay, guys, that's it on Sunday Scandies. As it currently stands, I am in New York City. I'm running some errands before I head home for Thanksgiving, aka getting my mom a last minute birthday present and leaving Zara. I went into Zara having to return $600 worth of items and somehow I walked out of there buying $700 worth of items. Okay, off to New Jersey I go. I thought I threw my hair up in a clip and it looked fabulous and then I looked in the mirror and I was like, okay, not so fabulous. I am going to go run and get the bus now and then my dad is picking me up and I'm gonna ask him what he thinks I do for a living let's see what he has to say I'll catch you then I am in the car my dad just picked me up and dad I have a question for you what is that okay what do you think I do for a living uh influencer (laughs) anything specifically I don't know what you mean what do I do besides influencing? You do um, interviews. <laughs> so my coworker Alex, who got hired with her mom, um, asked, she was like, I want people to ask their parents what they think they do for a living. Like, what do you think I do all day? Try to set up interviews, um, producing things. I, uh, I don't, I... Okay, you're not far off. You're not far off. He's not too bad. Um, okay. We're on. We're going home. He's we're going to my home. grandma's. Home. Your home is in Manhattan. Yeah, he's like, you don't live here anymore. You this know. is my home. Very nostalgic to me. And we're heading to my grandma's and then we're going. We're going to dinner. I'm at grandma's house. <laughs> we went to um, the spa for dinner it's like okay it's called the spa but it's not a spa it's a diner it's just like so funny because it was five of us my dad treated everyone to dinner and when we got in the car my mom was like how much was it and my dad goes 55 dollars 55 dollars guys five people ate for 55 dollars if we were in new york city I went out to dinner last night and spent $55 on myself. And that was cheap because I didn't have alcohol. Like, it is just crazy. The difference between living in the city and living outside of the city. Granted, we went to a diner and diners are affordable, but whatever. So, okay, here, let me explain to you guys why I'm at my grandma's. 
So my parents um, lived down the street from my grandma. And since houses were selling so well during COVID, they were like, let's just put ours on the market and see if we can sell it. So they sold our house. And the plan is to move down the shore to my shore house full time. So they just knocked down the shore house this week, which is crazy. Completely chopped in half the house. It's like completely gutted. The lot is empty. And the issue is the shore house was supposed to be built a while ago, but because of COVID, everything's delayed, lumber's delayed. And basically now the house is going to take them a really long time. So they're living with my grandma who's 93, but she, I have to say her place is pretty big. Like they have the entire upstairs to themselves, which is two bedrooms, a TV room. And then my grandma's bedrooms downstairs. She has four, she has three bedrooms, which is like pretty big, a whole basement. Um, so the room that I'm staying in is the room that my dad's been working out of during COVID. So it's like really misplaced because he has a desk in here and like clothes in the closet. I feel bad for them because they're like, it's so nice that we could be here, but we're so displaced and like they weren't planning on being here this long. But it's also nice because my grandma's 93 and she doesn't want to live alone. So either way, at this point in her life, she would either move in with my parents or move in with one of my aunts or uncle. So it makes sense that someone's with her. Okay, I'm in bed, but I had to come back on because I need girl chat for a second because I just like need to vent. So where do I begin? It's like, sometimes it's like, how do I say enough without not saying too much, if you know what I mean? But anyway, there's this guy who I liked, who if I went out tonight in town for Thanksgiving Eve, I had a feeling I would see, but I was like, whatever, I think he has a girlfriend, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to text him. He texts me, hey, are you coming out tonight? And I'm like, oh. Long story short, I didn't go out for Thanksgiving Eve tonight. I've gone out every single night for Thanksgiving Eve, literally since high school. Also, I feel like I'm whispering, so my parents like don't hear me in my room, like chit chat chit chatting about boys. <laughs> but my mom will probably listen to the episode anyway. But whatever. So, so he texts me. I didn't go. I just didn't want to go this year. I just like felt like if I went, I'd be like a little overwhelmed. Um, like I like talk shit on my podcast and like I'm scared people are going to like beat me up. And I just like, I don't know. It was just a lot. And also it's like COVID and like, I don't really know if I need to be going to a bar and then like seeing my grandma tomorrow. So that's, that's that. Um, then I'm laying here in bed and I get a text message from this guy who I hooked up with like three years ago off and on for a while and he just texts me happy thanksgiving here's some uber promo codes to use for tonight so i text him back like question mark and he's like hey just sending you some free ubers i'm like is this spam like it's not like we chat all the time so like one are these real uber codes that could get me a free uber because like thank you Two, like, okay, hello, how are you? Nice to see you. Haven't haven't talked to you in a year. It's just like, what is my life? And now I'm spiraling. And now I feel like maybe I should, (coughs) excuse me, I have a cough. Now I'm thinking like maybe I should open Bumble and like see what the New Jersey talent is like. Oh my God, I'm literally in a spiral. I think something about just like being in your hometown just like remind you of every single high school ex-boyfriend that you've ever had and also I feel like I'm 12 I'm like sitting 
in my grandma's house, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm freaking out. Also, I watched the cutest movie with my grandma and my parents tonight. And we, you know, what's really hard to like find a movie to, to agree on, to watch with like your dad and then like specifically your grandma that isn't like about sex and something that's going to make you cringe. So I saw, I saw this movie flyer and it was, um, Diane Keaton and what's that guy's name? Let me ask my mom. I feel like if my grandma wasn't sleeping, I would just yell into the other room. Mom, what was the name of the movie? Hold on. I'm going to Google it and I'll be back. Okay. Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson. And it's called Something's Gotta Give. And like, I feel like that's a pretty classic movie. But it came up and I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen that in forever. Let's put it on. Turns out I've never seen it. I was thinking of something else. And I am so happy I have seen it now because that was fantastic movie so if you need something to watch over Christmas or like the holidays with your family it's like my dad was laughing my grandma was laughing I was laughing there's like some sex talk but like not overly aggressive like it's just fine it's just adorable and I really enjoyed it um okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna spiral and I decided I'm just gonna stop being so negative about love and instead I'm just going to be like back to my positive self like he's out there he's coming um so yeah I'm gonna go look on Bumble and maybe I'll have better luck in New Jersey than I do in New York oh my god why am I spiraling okay I'll be back tomorrow okay I just want to give you guys a warning that if I sound like Darth Vader. It's because I'm using my AirPod microphone versus my podcast microphone. And every time I do this, like breathe out with my nose, it sounds like I'm literally Darth Vader. But hopefully you like ASMR because ASMR sounds like this and it's really relaxing. And maybe you'll like it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to warn you guys and tomorrow I will use the correct microphone. Then you can test it two and a half hours. Good morning. I had some breakfast and now I'm back in my room. I have to change, but I wanted to tell you guys about a memory that I have in this bedroom that I'm staying in my grandma's house. When I was little, my cousin Donna and I were playing in here and there was this outlet down under here. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, you could see it. And Donna and I were just like messing around and there was like this little old school lamp And it was dark in the room and she's like, can you plug it in? So I put my finger, my pointer finger between the prongs on the lamp to feel for the socket in the wall to plug it in. And as I found the socket, the, the, I'm trying to think how to explain this. The metal prongs of the part that you plug into the wall went into the wall, went into the socket, but my finger was still between them. And all of a sudden, my entire body and the lamp for like a split second just lit up blue. Like it went like, (laughs) oh my God, I still have a cough. And my entire silhouette lit up blue and Donna and I look at each other and she was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I think I just got electrocuted. (laughs) So whenever I'm in this room, that's what I think of. Um, okay, I'm going to get dressed 
because I look like a mess. And then I'm going to go to Calandra's. It's a bakery here in New Jersey with my dad. And we are picking up bread to bring to my aunts for Thanksgiving. We are driving through the neighborhood that I grew up in. It's so nice because it actually feels like fall here. Whereas in New York City, I don't see any leaves whatsoever. Um, we're still kind of quite a bit away, but this is the neighborhood. It's really cute. Everything's a little outdated now, but it's still really a nice neighborhood. It's outdated a little. My dad's yelling, it's not outdated. Outdated in the sense, like, you know, well, this is a house can be brand new. Yeah. True. It's so pretty. Okay, this is my street. I used to think this was the biggest hill, and it's hardly a hill, but riding your bike up this as a child really felt strenuous. And then this house, the white one. Wait, keep going. You're too far. Nope, not that one. This. Oh, they have a lacrosse net in the back or something. This was my house growing up. Oh, it's so cute. They've done nothing to change it since we moved out. They literally changed nothing. There it is. We're driving by the pizza place in town that Dave rated an 8.7, and it's on the billboard Barstool Sports. <laughs> Columbia Inn, 8.7. That's funny. I think they have a big Barstool sign out front, too, I want to say. Here's the place. They actually have amazing pizza, so that doesn't surprise me at all. Happy Thanksgiving, Grandma. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Uncle Joe. Happy Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving Day. I haven't podcast much today because I just was with the fam. My family is like, it's kind of weird. Like as you get older, I'm sure you guys could relate to this your cousins get married and have kids so like they start doing things with their families and then like the holidays just dwindle down but it was nice we went to my aunt's and I was making a joke about how Italians don't serve vegetables and then of course they served vegetable soup and there were actually Brussels sprouts which I was really surprised about um but yeah, it was a nice day. We came home at five and I watched because we did it early because my sister and her husband go to his family's um, after her. So we like move hours up so they're able to do both. So we did ours at 1.30, like super early. But that's kind of normal for Italians because Italians, um, because Italians on holidays and like on Sundays eat at like 2 p.m. It's just like what they do. They have like one big meal in the middle of the day. So we went to my aunt's at 1.30 and then um, we came back to my grandma's and we watched a movie and we watched, um, oh my gosh, what's it called? Goodwill Hunting, which I've actually never seen. And I don't know why, because I slept so many hours last night, but I fell asleep like a little bit during it, which is so unlike me, but I've been really loving a nap these days. And now... I'm in my parents' room at my grandma's house because my mom's watching the big TV. My dad's in my room watching the small TV and I'm going to watch Selling Sunset in here on my laptop. So just a classic day. Tomorrow morning, my parents are going to wake up and go down to my shore house because my dad wants to see the lot, even though there's literally nothing to see. It's just like a blank lot, like a piece of land. And um, they just want to go. And... 
I'm going to go out to breakfast with, well, kind of like lunch, brunch with my Montville friends, aka the friends that I grew up with because we're all in town for Thanksgiving. So we're going to go out at noon. So I will take you along tomorrow. I think I'm going to stay here until like Saturday. Um, and my dad will drive me into the city because at this point I've accumulated so much stuff for my grandma. She gave me a Christmas tree, a small one. Um, my aunt Joanne gave me two containers of soup to take home. Oh, and she gave me like this little cute Christmas village. Um, my grandma gave me something else too. I, I'm just like literally by the minute I'm accumulating stuff and they even want me to take a chair because I told them I don't have seating in my apartment. My grandma's like, oh, take this chair from my bedroom. I'm like, grandma, I'm not taking the chair from your bedroom. She's like, no, no, you can have it. I'm like, how am I going to get that freaking chair to the city? So it's been nice. Grammy's cute. She was tired tonight. She's like, I was supposed to help her make this like Italian food that she was going to freeze for Christmas. But she's like, I'm too tired this week. I did too much. So I'm like, okay, I don't want to push it. You relax, Graham. And, um, I'll just have to come home before Christmas to help her another time. All right. I'm going to watch Selling Sunset and we will chat. Manana. It is the day after Thanksgiving. Um, I'm in my mom's car currently not moving, just parked out front. Also, the last time I drove a car, let me think, was maybe when I drove to Boston in... October. So that just goes to show how this New York City girl who loves to drive, might I add, has not driven a car in months. Um, that's just how it goes living in New York. But anyway, my parents went to my shore house this morning and I hung out with my grandma a little. And it's just so nice to have like a deep chat with her. Someone that has so much perspective on life. We talked about her relationship and dating for me and, um, you know, she's just so cute. She was like, get out there on the apps to meet someone, put your all into it. And she said to me, which is broke my heart. And I try not to cry in front of her. She looked at the chair where my my poppy used to sit. My grandpa who passed away two years ago and she's 93. He died at 91. So they've been together since 16. And she looked at his chair and she pointed to it and she goes, you know, I really miss him sometimes. Oh, I was trying not to hysterically cry in front of her. I was like, Grandma, I miss him too. But like, I didn't want to cry. And in that moment, I was thankful she's a little blind because I'm like, okay, she can't see how upset I am. But anyway, I'm going to go pick up my friend Danielle. She lives in the same like area as my grandma. And then me and my friends that I grew up with are going out to breakfast. And I'm starving because it's almost noon and I haven't ate yet. So I'm going to go get my friend now. I am back at my grandma's and no one's in here. It's just me home alone. My grandma's at my aunt's and my parents are on their way back from the shore. I went to brunch with my friends and it was really nice, but like I kind of feel sad following it because we were just talking about um, there was five of us and four out of the five of us are single. And we were just talking about the holiday time of singles, like being single. And it's so weird because like your cousins and your siblings start going with their new families and then like we're just alone with the old people (laughs) I don't know we were just talking about how like daunting dating could be and how (sighs) I'm stressed we were just talking about how daunting it is and how 
hard it could be to date and to meet someone and I'm like ready to meet someone but then I don't prioritize it so then you get hard on yourself for not prioritizing it it's just like the whole thing but it was also nice to talk to girls who are my age who are my best friends that I've grown up with who feel the same way and I really also just appreciate the fact that I have friends that I can get so deep with and like all of us are really invested in doing self-work and working on ourselves and having like deep and intimate chats and it's really refreshing to have friends like those in your life that you could talk to but yeah it's just a little sad like I feel like now I need to go on dating apps but then I like put that pressure on myself now I'm home and I have to you know it's just like this hamster wheel instead of just letting things happen naturally so I'm gonna take a little breather I'm gonna watch Selling Sunset because I said I was gonna watch it last night and instead I just wound up playing on my phone and um, when my parents get home I'll see what they have to say we're trying to do ask Alyssa, but my dad is eating an apple i could chew into the mom you're not mic'd so you can't be she's going to be trying to chime in the whole time in the background i know it she gets fomo we have a laugh track yeah we have a laugh track okay Ooh. okay hmm. are you done eating your apple no <sighs> no okay ask Alyssa. Need your advice. My fiance went out with his friends and just got home drunk and he drove himself. I'm 100% not okay with drunk driving ever. I made that so clear to him and told him I'd always prefer he stay the night, Uber, call me, literally anything else besides drive. He just got back home and stumbled through the door and is now puking his guts out. I am so beyond grateful he is okay. No one else is harmed. But this night totally could have gotten gone a different way, and I'm not okay with that. I'm so beyond frustrated that he would do such a stupid thing, and I honestly hate him right now for it. It is com- completely unacceptable in my book. I don't even know what I need advice on. Now that I've typed this all out, I'm just so mad, and I need to vent. Should I get over it? I know mistakes happen, but this is so unacceptable in my eyes. Where, 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 where? What? He drunk <laughs> oh, drove. I, oh, my God. Well... Does he drink and drive a lot? Is this the first time? Yeah, but it's weird that he's throwing up. It happens. It happens. Guys, he has no empathy, so this might be hard. Uber, Uh, wait. Okay, so she said, my fiance went out with his friends. I just want to see if she says he does this a lot. She she didn't didn't say say that. that. So, yeah, I mean, you have to remember, drunk people don't make good decisions. So, like, when someone's been doing shots all night, it's not like, oh, now I'm going to make a good decision and not drive. I mean, is it a one-time mistake? Granted, shouldn't do it. Thank God he made it home okay. But, you know, is this or is this just one little thing that drives you crazy about him or you don't like about him? I mean, him? if he's doing this he's a doing lot, it's a the, problem. If he's doing it all the time, he has a drinking problem or, or he's not very responsible. Also, one time is a problem in my eyes. If you're that drunk that you're throwing up, she didn't say. Yeah. If you're that drunk that you're throwing up and stumbling... <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> you haven't. Dr- you've driven throw up, thrown up. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. exactly. But I've, <laughs> I've thrown up from drinking too. <laughs> We're talking to the guy that goes to the Jets games, tailgates, and then comes home after. So right, but you sober up a whole second half. I think you need to have a conversation with him and be like, you realize this is what I always think about. Remember, our cousin, my cousin, had a friend that got in a drunk accident and killed someone. Do you remember that? No. My cousin's friend in high school got in an accident 
and wound up killing someone in the and now then she like had to go to jail because your whole life is ruined like you have to say to him like you could ruin your life someone else's life like this is a consequence question you're not gonna the question to me is is this a one-off or is this like does he have a drinking problem or not even a drinking problem but is he just totally disregarding what you said makes bad decisions all the time Mm. and is your tolerance for that that severe in in your um you know in your email to Alyssa here you know i can't live with it it's unacceptable i'm super mad if it's a one shot give up you know and again i don't know how old you are if he's if you're 21 years old shit happens if you know if he's 45 years old and doing this kind of stuff it's a little different grow up Yeah. yeah Okay, next question. So the advice, though, is to... I think you confront him. I would be pissed. I think you confront him and you basically say, this is unacceptable. I refuse to be with someone that's going to be putting themselves in harm's way and other people. And either, if this happens again, I'm done. No, but well, you're drawing a line in the sand and you better be able to back it up. Because if you do that and then he does it again or he's doing other things that are absolutely you can't tolerate, then you lost and he's going to just not stop. Yeah. So, that's it. Okay, that's it. This person said, I needed advice. I just got a promotion to my dream job, and I was so happy in such a good place. Come to find out my boyfriend has been calling me the C word to his friends and messaging other girls. He has messaged, he's messaged girls before while drunk, and I forgave him, but this time it was sober. I moved out of our apartment and moved home three days later. Now my work wants me to move to New York City or London. I'm a little lost and feeling so confused feeling confused so much ahead of me but don't know how to mourn the relationship i don't know if i'm mad sad hurt emotional overload thoughts take the job leave the boyfriend you women are so complicated (laughs) 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 if if he's doing all that stuff just dump his ass yeah that i think it's like life presented you an opportunity he is cheating and then your work was literally like, hey, let's relocate you. But a rule I need for you to enforce, Alyssa, we need to know the age of people. I know, it's important. Because, I mean, if someone's 16 years old doing this, it's like, all right. I mean, if you're 30 years old, 40 years old, it's very different. It's very different. But I don't know. I'm not good at giving advice. <laughs> he has no empathy. All right, you're good at helping me, though. Yeah, because I know you, and I know your age, and I know all the situations around it. I think this one's pretty weird. The next one. Oh, um, I like weird. Good. There's a few that are very social media based, but you're, you don't, you're not tech savvy. So I'm interested to get your opinion. Okay. I'm not sure how to feel about this. My boyfriend and I have been together for two and a half years. We have a house together and his daughter calls me her stepmom. Mm-hmm. I'm secure in our relationship, but I don't know how to feel about this. And I've brought it up before and he brushes it off. His Facebook page is basically a shrine to his ex-wife and his latest girlfriend. Like a million posts, pictures, you name it, about how amazing they are and how much he loves them and whatnot. But there is not one single thing about me. He looks like he has been single since he broke up with his last girlfriend. I don't know if I should feel like it was just a front when he was saying how happy he was with them and now he is truly happy with me so he doesn't feel the need to post it or what, it just leaves me feeling like I'm missing something and not good enough in a way. You're missing something. He, I bet he has a secret life. He sounds like he probably has oh, a whole other... Oh, you think it's sketchy? It's, of course it is. I mean, if you're with one person, 
I mean, if your wife died and all, you might want to put a picture up there and mm-hmm. and in her in respect to her, but not to have your new person you're I living with and have a house with. And you have an ex-girlfriend even? I I don't think he's currently posting about the exes. I just think he hasn't deleted old stuff about them. I mean, does he... Is he, but is he an active Facebook or whatever Mm. user? Or is it just like something that he doesn't even know about? Either way, I think it'd be appropriate to get rid of all that stuff. Yeah, because it is awkward for you because if his family and people are on Facebook and looking and there's no mention of you. Yeah, it's it's not even that. It's again, there's something going on here. I don't know what it is. Again, um, do you but, think he's hiding her? Because that's the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, I'm saying he may have a. I mean, we've heard of people that have whole other families. Yeah, and and so, yeah, I I think that's kind of weird. So either he's got to get rid of that stuff, or get a private detective and find out what he's up to. Yeah, I think it's worth saying to him, pointing out, and not being petty. Like, look, it's not about social media. It's just about. Why is this still, stuff still there? Is it important to you? Because it makes me feel uncomfortable that your exes are plastered all over your social media and there's not a peep about me. It makes me feel like you're hiding me. I he think is, that's totally... He is hiding her. Not, thank you. See, this is the man's opinion because we always give the benefit of the doubt and the man's like, he's hiding you. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's obvious he's hiding her because she's not visible. That's the definition of hiding, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right, I think this one's one, one more good one to get a man's perspective on. Um, okay. She said, I've been off and on with a guy for two years and it's a bit of a unique situation. His actions are great. He's consistent. He texts and calls me all the time. He never makes me question his attentions. He treats me very well and is super affectionate. We go on trips together and spend pretty much all of our free time together and are very close. The issue is he's not verbal with how he feels. And when I bring it up, he tries to say he doesn't have feelings for me. When his actions slash the look in his... say that again? I know. This is the kicker. I guess he tries to say to her, oh, I don't have feelings for you, even though they're off and on. But she's saying his actions Mm -hmm. show he is. She said, his actions show he is, the way he looks at me, um, the effort he shows. I've broken up with him multiple times in the past because of this issue, and it's not until I almost leave every time that he calls me his girlfriend and says he loves me and doesn't want anyone else. So yeah, I've let him go before, but we always come back to each other. I'm confused all the time. They say actions speak louder than words, but in this case, do they? I, you know, I always tell her that you know don't don't pay attention what someone says, pay attention to what they do. So I mean, if he's, uh, yeah, I almost need a psychiatrist for this. It's one. weird he can't verbalize it though at all. Right, right. But there are some people that do that. So I oh. don't, I don't. Hey, I Jackie, would, we're recording a podcast. I would <laughs> probably try to get um, go to counseling. I mean, I'm not a big counseling guy. But I, maybe you need someone to just sit down and figure it all out. My sister just walked in. Hey. Happy Thanksgiving. You look cute. All right, let me just wrap up this question and then we'll talk to you. Um, I think I think it's a little weird that he can't verbalize it at all. And you need to basically give him an ultimatum every single time in order for him to commit to you. It's kind of like, look, you're at, we're dating, so just say it. How are you ever going to get engaged? Like, I don't understand if you won't put well, a label. maybe that's the whole thing is just like, what's the next step? And are you meeting each other's families? Like, there's layers to this. So I think you need an answer from him. All right. All right. We're a little distracted. The family's here. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We're signing off. I am now back in the city. I feel like I didn't do the best job keeping you guys updated this Thanksgiving. I wound up staying in New Jersey for four days, which... 
I wasn't even necessarily prepared to do. I just was so comfortable. I feel like my soul kind of just like needed family time. It was really, really nice. I still sound a little clogged. I'm actually going to the doctor this morning. Um, But anyway, yeah, it was really great. I had one conversation with my parents that I wish I had my microphones out for, but we were at dinner and it was just like not the vibe because I knew if I started recording them, what they were saying to me would have actually like they would have gotten nervous and it wouldn't have been as good so just to recap we were talking about dating and I was telling them how like dating apps could be kind of superficial because you're really only judging people off of a few pictures their job and like where they went to college or you know like a few things and my parents were like that sounds so superficial. There's people in all industries that are successful. And like, what's more important to you? Like money or a good person and a nice relationship? Not that I'm like this gold digger, but I was telling them how it's easy to be kind of superficial on apps. And they said something that I think is really important for all of us to think about. They were like, because I kept saying, I'm like, well, I'm really attracted to someone that wants to be successful. And they were like, well, define success because what does success look like for you? Is success to you money and a miserable relationship? Or is success to you a wonderful person that treats you well and you live a comfortable life? And um, it's just an interesting perspective. Like, obviously, I'm not going to, I'm not going to marry someone if I don't think that they're a great all-around person but it was just interesting to hear their take on dating apps and like basically they were just saying give people chances you really never know um sometimes things aren't as they appear and um to not generalize and put people in boxes so I thought that was a really interesting conversation and the rest of the weekend I was just with Grammy she's so cute um and yeah I really just hung out and stayed low key like I said I just needed it I really really needed it and um my Italian family sent me home with so many things I have like a million Christmas decorations I'm sitting on my inflatable couch which is a mess I'm not gonna lie if you hear something in the background like squeaking it is in fact my air mattress slash couch that's basically just a glorified air mattress but um, yeah, it's been nice. I'm supposed to go to the Bahamas this week. Surprise, surprise for a bachelorette party, but I need to get tested before. I got tested three times last week, so I don't really think it's going to be an issue, but God forbid something comes up, you know? I'm like, let me just go get tested again. Um, you need to show proof of a negative PCR to get into the Bahamas. And I'm just sick still. Like, I am just have this lingering cold. I don't really think it's anything beyond a cold. But, like, even right now talking to you guys, I feel so congested. And I just can't kick it for some reason. And I've been sleeping like a freaking animal. I've been sleeping eight and a half to nine hours every single night. And I can't get enough. Like, I could just stay in bed. I'm loving it, which is a problem. Okay, guys, it is time to spill the tea. So... I told you guys I watched the Jonas Brothers roast. I didn't actually finish it, but I thought it was really funny. If you just want like some laugh, something light to watch, go for it. I have to admit, I growing up, I think I was like a few years older than the people that were obsessed with the Jonas Brothers. And like I liked them, but I didn't wasn't obsessed with them. And even now as an adult, I'm like, how was everyone attracted to these men with this like weird hair and these weird scarves? And 
if you were a Jonah's brother Stan, I just need to know, like, I want to know your inner psyche, what you thought of the hair at the time. Were you into it? Were you not? I was always more of a Joe girl than I was a Nick girl. But I think a lot of girls were Nick girls. And also in the special, Kevin has this one segment where he's wearing a football uniform. And like, I've never been attracted to Kevin more than when he's in this football uniform. When you take those boys out of like the green suits and like the weird hair and put them in a football uniform, it's not too bad. Someone just walked in. I also watched some Christmas movie. Oh my God, it's like trending on Netflix. It's called A Castle for Christmas. That's what it's called. It was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I couldn't even follow it. I tried to finish it three times. Never wound up finishing it. It was so, so bad. I'm all about Christmas season. You know when you see Vanessa Hudgens, it is Christmas season. This girl is in every single Christmas movie sequel. I'm pretty sure the Christmas holiday industry keeps Vanessa Hudgens afloat. It's paying every bill of hers. I'm convinced. And you know, when you see her, it is time for Christmas. However, that said, I should have known this movie wasn't going to be good because Vanessa Hudgens wasn't in it. So don't watch it. That's your review. It's really awful. Really, really awful. Couldn't even finish it. Um, And lastly, I did watch the entire Selling Sunset season three or season four. Oh my God, is it already season four? Um, And hmm, here are my top line thoughts, Okay. Chrishell, I feel like something about her is a little unlikable and then something about her is also very likable and I think that kind of just makes like a dynamic person like I'm sure if I was on TV there'd be a lot that would be unlikable about me too I just think something sometimes I'm like maybe it's her she holds grudges versus like on reality TV we want people to make up and then fight and then make up and then fight and like I feel like all of the women are really taking this stance where they don't want to be friends with Christine but it's also it's almost kind of making the show awkward I think it would be better for the dynamic of the show if they all just pretended to make up with Christine so then they could fight again do you know what I mean um but I was really happy for Chriselle that she was able to buy her house I'm really happy that Mary and Romaine are still together I think Mary seems really like authentic and really just like a good person who's just kind of scorned by her friend. I definitely think Christine's like a drama starter, but she's keeping the show interesting. There kind of needs to be some drama to it all. Um, We didn't really get to see Chriselle and Jason dating, but it looks like in the next season, that Grease trip that they went on, everything will be filmed. So I'm really, really excited to see how that unfolds because it does feel a little random because like during the season, she's kind of talking about him. They're kind of flirting, but there's like also not that chemistry there. So I'm just really interested to see how that's going to play out. But overall, oh, oh my God, I almost wrapped up the Spill the Tea segment without mentioning that freaking P, aka Penelope Disick and North are on TikTok. I know you guys have seen it. They're on everyone's For You page. They are giving us an inside look at the Kardashian lifestyle, one that we've been waiting to see. And as a publicist, what I would recommend is that Kim and Courtney and Chloe, whoever makes an account for their child, does disable the comments. I think it could probably be really damaging for these kids to be, um, you know, like seeing that at such a young age. 
So what I would recommend is they take off the comments because the comments are honestly freaking hysterical, but people are commenting like to North being like, North, show us the funny white guy, aka Pete Davidson, or to Penelope. They're like, Penelope, give us a tour of the house. Like, show us what's going on. Or North, what's your bank account information? Like, they're really funny, but I just feel like for the little kids' sakes, we need to shelter them a little longer but it's so fun and they are definitely the next generation of kardashians it's crazy i feel like we saw kylie and kendall not that much older than these children and now these kids are the next generation and it's crazy because i'm like that makes me feel old that i saw kendall and kylie as children and now i'm seeing these children it's just time really flies man all right, guys, that is today's episode. I know it was kind of a random one. I'm sorry. It's the holidays. Things are going to be a little random, but I have some amazing guest lines up, so stick around. And there are still some tickets to my live show, so please, 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 please make sure you're buying them because they're about to sell out, and I really want to meet you guys in New York City on December 8th.